Hello and welcome to Chatter in the Skull. Yes, welcome back to your favorite political podcast that's been gone for a number of months. <laughs> a lot has happened, especially regarding the Trump train. Lefties are still trying to derail it and inside it, DeSantis supporters are debating with fervent Trump supporters. As usual, I'm your host, Noah Witherspoon. Let's get into the show. This episode is Trump, Trump, Trump. So we'll be discussing Trump's chances of securing the Republican nomination, Trump's indictments, the Trump tapes, and of course, my personal opinion on Trump. Let's begin with Trump's chances in the primary. Trump is polling way higher than his opponents, especially his runner-up, DeSantis. So here's what I think is likely. DeSantis will focus on Biden during his primary campaign and avoid Trump until the primary debates, which even then I think DeSantis will throw out a few one-liners at Trump and go over to fight with the other candidates. Trump will definitely be a dividing force on that stage, especially seeing how most of his opponents are all scared of him. From Tim Scott to Asa Hutchinson, his opponents are either running to boost their political record by showing they're standing up to Trump, or they're trying to pull Kamala, run for president, get offered the vice presidency, accept it, and run for president with the help of Trump if he wins, which is riskier because their entire path to the presidency is riding on Trump winning. So if you see someone sticking up for Trump on that stage, you know their plan. Unless Trump's poll numbers drop ridiculously and DeSantis rises to the top by some miracle, there is almost no way the delegates of the RNC will betray Trump, especially since most of the RNC are die-hard Trump supporters. Next up, I'll dive into Trump court with the Trump indictment. We'll be right back. Chatter in the Skull Season 6, Indisputable Truth. Innocent until proven guilty. That's how it is in America. Reality checks. Let's face it, you are the exception, not the rule. Factual analysis. I mean, look at the stock. These people are clearly losing money. (laughs) We are turning the institution on its head. Let's obliterate the Democratic establishment together on Chatter in the Skull, Season 6. Indictments, indictments. The Democrats' new strategy of trying to kill the Trump campaign. 
a little strange seeing how the Democrats allowed someone named Barack Hussein Obama skate right into the White House. However, their charges against Trump are nothing short of egregiously puffed up to appease the liberal media. Just take a listen to the CNN commentator on Trump's alleged wrongdoing. What's so stunning to me today is to hear from the Republican Party, and this is one of the great differences uh, with Watergate, where the Republican Party eventually coalesced against Richard Nixon and said a criminal president of the United States had to leave office. We don't see that happening now. Rather, what we see is this indictment, Trump's fellow Republicans are saying, yeah, he did it. It's evident from the indictment. He did it. He did those things. It's incontrovertible. And yet they're trying to make the issue the judiciary, the president of the United States, Hunter Biden, Hillary Clinton. Obviously, this ridiculous person does not recognize that the Watergate scandal is incompatible with this situation. Watergate involved an effective president digging up dirt to get reelected. The Watergate scandal is a little close in nature to the Democrats' ambition to get reelected. Hmm. Rather than these unrelated puffed up charges. Let's address the charges in the New York indictment. In New York, he was charged with falsifying business records. This would usually be a misdemeanor, right? The lowest possible charge for anything. But the sleazy DA of Manhattan, Alvin Bragg, who campaigned on imprisoning Trump, found a way to raise this charge all the way up to a felony. He believes a, a simple mischecking of a box on some financial records can uncover some vast right-wing conspiracy to funnel money um, from Trump's campaign to silence the victims of Trump or whatever. First off, I really hope this loses because this is one of the worst schemes I've ever seen the Democrats cook up, and this is a case filled with frivolity. Second off, falsifying business records is illegal in New York State. However, using presidential campaign funds for personal purposes is illegal federally, which means this charge is out of Alvin Bragg's jurisdiction. So this entire case is essentially a house of cards waiting to collapse. Alvin Bragg is not a federal prosecutor. It is technically illegal for him to even prosecute Trump with that charge. So that case is a massive joke. Now over to Atlanta. The DA of Fulton County, Fannie Willis, charged Trump with meddling in the 2020 election, which is a little strange because he didn't win the 2020 election. Her case rests on him asking Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger to, quote, find 11,780 votes, end quote. I was a little taken aback at first, but I realized it was perfectly legal for someone to ask to find 11,000 votes. This is an election. Sometimes independents are a hard group to catch, especially in a state governed by Brian Kemp. By the way, Trump's lawyers were standing right next to him while he was on the call, and I doubt they would allow him to say something incriminating on a call with George's Secretary of State. By the way, the person spearheading this investigation, Fannie Willis, is a bit unhinged. <laughs> Take a listen to this. Obviously, the right to have your vote protected is a, is a serious one. And so, you know, I've told people many times I'm not going to be rushed. 
I've been a prosecutor now for 20 of my 26 years of practicing law. And you're what we call real police. Quote, real police. She won't be rushed. This investigation has dragged on for years now, and she won't be rushed. Also, you see how much she cares for law enforcement. I guess she only recognizes her Democratic cronies as real police. The crux of my analysis on her is her lack of the ability to properly conduct an investigation that should be a slam dunk for her and her liberal loony buddies. The reason it isn't a slam dunk is because she's looking for something that didn't happen. And Trump was looking for votes like any other presidential candidate. Let's go over to Miami to discuss the documents case. Prosecutor Jack Smith alleges that Trump illegally took confidential documents from the White House. First off, our government classifies way too much. Second off, presidents take confidential knowledge with them when they leave office. What's the difference between highly classified knowledge and a collection of highly classified pieces of paper? Third off, the president has the ability to declassify. The query everyone is asking is if a president can declassify in his mind. I'm afraid I don't know the answer to that, but I can say I do lean in the way of Trump because it's a very insightful legal question, and I'm a conservative. Next up, I'll discuss the Trump tapes. Chatter in the Skull Season 6, Indisputable Truth. Innocent until proven guilty. That's how it is in America. Reality checks. Let's face it, you are the exception, not the rule. Factual analysis. I mean, look at the stock. These people are clearly losing money. <laughs> we are turning the institution on its head. Let's obliterate the democratic establishment together on Chatter in the Skull, Season 6. The Trump Tapes. And no, I'm not talking about the grabbing tapes, I'm talking about the tapes where Trump was discussing war documents with a few of his staffers and some writers. The tapes featured Trump shuffling through documents discussing the possibility of starting another war during his presidency. He didn't start the war, therefore no one was killed, no country was devastated, and no rifts between us and frenemies were caused. The media would like you to focus on the fact that he was sharing the contents of these documents. Well, like I said, we classify way too much. And this was quite a public affair, so there was no real reason for this to be classified, and the media didn't recognize that. The whole reason he was discussing the contents of the documents was to show proof that he decided against starting a war. I think that's a bit more important than the fact he was shuffling through documents that didn't need to be classified in the first place in front of people. Let's talk about the lives he saved. That's the real story here, not a couple of documents he had. Next up, my personal opinion on Trump. For all of you never Trumpers out there, I'm not a member of your team. For all of you DeSantis supporters out there, I have one foot in your camp and one foot in Trump's. 
until the Republican primary gives us a nominee, I'll stand with the person most likely to be the nominee. And at this point in time, I support alternatives to Trump, but most of my support lies with Trump, since he seems to be the number one pick for the nomination. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on speaking your mind. I'm Noah Witherspoon, and I'll see you next time on Chatter in the Skull.